You're listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which invites you along on a journey to learn of mindful living, grow in mental health, and inspire through personal growth. In a world where we can often feel much stress and overwhelm, this podcast provides bite-sized tips and real talk conversations, empowering you to embrace mindfulness and nurture your full potential. I'm your host, Vanessa de Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping others live life with peace of mind and ease of heart without losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 179 of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So if you're listening to this in real life, we have come to the end of yet another year. But as I always say, things will be relevant to you regardless of when you're listening to this episode. So make sure that you stay with me. And when we think about the new year, many of us look at a new year as a time that offers either a fresh start or a new beginning, or a continued journey of learning and growth, or a celebration of new adventures, new milestones, and just new beginnings. And I'm a big believer of the fact that before we can look onward to see where we're going, we must take the time to look back and reflect on where we've been because it's our experiences that serve as a baseline to tracking our growth for the future. So on today's episode, I wanted to take the opportunity to not only provide you with the process that I actually use for myself and for my business, but then also to reflect on all of Free to Be Mindful's wins for the year. And I don't mean just this Free to Be Mindful podcast, but Free to Be Mindful as a full brand, which I don't know, maybe that's new news to you, but Free to Be Mindful does offer a lot of things in addition to this podcast. So I'm going to break those things down for you, and then I'm going to share what's in store for me for the new year with a big piece, and I mean big, piece of juicy news that I know you won't want to miss out on, so be sure to listen all of the way through. So. It's super duper important for us to take time again to reflect and to review on the year that we've just experienced. Now, mind you, this could be done at any time, not just at the end or of a start of a new year. I personally do this, yes, at the end of each year, but I also do it at the end of each quarter. And that third quarter also lines up with my birthday. So I like to look at things in quarter for the years because that makes things a lot more manageable and attainable in my view, which we'll discuss on another day. But the new year does, of course, lend itself to this type of thinking. And of course, every year has its mix of good days and bad days, new and old feelings, lessons, emotions, hardships, improvements, stories, and so on. Because of course, life is a journey and we always are entering new chapters or sometimes we visit and revisit old ones. And hopefully this journey brings us closer to understanding our core selves and the life in which we live. So all to say, remember the aspect of mindful living in terms of letting judgments go. What I mean by that is when you're doing these exercises that I'm about to share with you, 
just accept things as they are. Don't come down on yourself or don't really put too much emphasis on what would well, even though we do want to celebrate those wins. But we want to just take things in as they are and then move forward. So as I was sharing, you can do this at the end of each year or at the start of a new year. Whenever you do it, it's completely okay. You can do it in the middle of the year if you choose. That's all right too, depending on when you're listening to this. I just did this for myself very recently, which I'll be sharing with you today. And I do take the time to journal about these questions that I'm about to share with you. And when I say journal, I don't mean writing long journal entries. If that's okay with you, and if you do that, awesome. I just don't want to scare you away if that seems too overwhelming. What I do is I write the question down and then I make a bulleted list and that works just as well. Okay, so you want to start off by first highlighting the good and questions that can help you with these highlights are, what worked well this past year? What are some accomplishments I'm proud of? What are some areas I improved in? What are some things I want to keep doing or seeing? What was fun? What lifted me up? What did I love doing? It's really important to spend some time on focusing on the good and really detailing what was fun, whether it was a business venture or whether it was just a really great vacation that you had. Because that way, it makes you want to revisit those moments and create new ones. And of course, it can be really fun to feel really good and look at all the good while you're answering these questions. But remember that every coin has two sides. So you do want to look at the other side too. It's a have to. You want to practice grace with these perceived bad. And I'm only using the word bad because we were just talking about good. So that's the opposite. But they don't necessarily have to be bad things. Maybe they're just things that didn't go as well. So some questions to think about the other side of the coin include what felt hard this year? What felt like work and not joy? What are some things that helped or hurt me? What did I learn from these things? And how did I apply these lessons? What are some things I might have done differently? What would I like to improve on? Who did I not like to work with and why? Who brought me down? Who or what drained my energy? What would I want to let go of that just no longer serves me? And whether, my friends, it be on the business side or on the personal side of life, also reflect on the people you spend time with. Ask yourself, who did I spend a majority of my time with? And did I enjoy it? Am I glad that whether it be this person or maybe event or this project took up my time? And do I need to implement any boundaries to help me move forward? So those are questions, again, that I ask myself at the end of each year. I write about them in my journal or bullet them in my journal. And then that's when I begin to see what do I see for this upcoming year. And that's exactly what I did, again, in terms of the entire Free to Be Mindful brand. So I did want to break that down to you because maybe you just listen into this podcast, but there's a lot more than Free to Be Mindful that you may not be aware of. 
So there are actually three different branches, which you hear at the beginning of each episode. And those three different branches are one, learning of mindful living, two, growing in mental health, and three, inspiring through personal growth. And that's my business motto of learn, grow, inspire with the values of mindful living, mental health, and personal growth. So the first, learning of mindful living. That includes this free to be mindful podcast. It also includes therapy dog visits and any content that I put out on my YouTube channel and social media. So in terms of mindful living, I looked at the free to be mindful podcast. And in 2023, we published 54 episodes and all of those were published on YouTube, on the website, free to be mindful.com backslash podcast and on all podcast platforms. The podcast was listened to throughout 24 countries, which is pretty amazing. And we had five podcast guests this year. Also under Mindful Living is a content that I put out there educating people on the subject of mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, most of which does happen on Instagram and on YouTube. On YouTube specifically, there were 62 published videos this year, and we had huge engagement when compared to 2022. We had 264% increase in views. We had an increased hour of watch time, which went up 194%. And the videos that were published were not only just the podcast episodes, but we also had videos focused on social emotional learning book talks and the consultant counselor series, in addition to a lot of YouTube shorts that took content from the podcast. In addition to... YouTube content. There were also seven free to be mindful counselor blogs, which again can be found on the website. I was printed and published in two statewide and nationwide articles. And of course, there's all the edutaining material. Yes, that's a real word, edutaining, meaning educating in an entertaining manner. And these videos were all found on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can find me at Counselor V de Jesus on all of these platforms, including YouTube. So the last thing under Mindful Living was providing therapy dog visits in my area. Now, in case you didn't know, I have a three and a half year old, overly friendly, super cute, medium-sized golden doodle named Ollie. I call him Free to Be Mindful's CMO, meaning Chief Emotional Officer. He became a certified therapy dog in March of this past year through the nationwide nonprofit bright and beautiful therapy dogs. And since a certification in March, we've had 15 therapy dog visits to a lot of public schools and libraries within my area. It's really exciting to share him with other students and adults because the visits to school were not always just for the kids. They were also for administrators and staff. And it's also really exciting to have him here in my mental health private practice. So moving on to the second branch of Free to Be Mindful, which is growing through mental health, again, also called Free to Be Mindful. Now, I am a licensed professional counselor within the state of New Jersey and licensed only in New Jersey. This means that I can only service New Jersey residents. 
This past year, I was able to offer virtual and in-person therapy sessions to 54 clients, and that includes children, young adults, and moms, and those spanned over the course of 737 sessions. That makes me so excited because that means that people are taking their mental health seriously and really growing in that area. I also offered group sessions in social skills groups and educational consultations, helping families navigate the processes of special education and 504s within the public education system. And finally, the last branch, inspiring through personal growth, includes speaking engagements, Amiga Moms support groups and events, and the Counselor Blog, which also inspires through personal growth. So I love integrating mindful living and mental health and providing education to kids and adults alike in both schools and businesses. I truly believe that this way everyone can consistently focus on their mental health in a preventative measure, just as we take care of ourselves physically by taking vitamins, working out and eating well, Listening to these types of things and really engaging in personal growth really helps you take care of your mental health in a preventative way. So this year I had 21 speaking engagements, which included eight assemblies, eight webinars, one virtual retreat, and four in-person presentations and personal development sessions. And I collaborated with a lot of not only state organizations, but nationwide organizations, including the 100 Hispanic Women, Lambda Theta Sorority Incorporated, the Latino Mental Health Association of New Jersey, the Latinx Practice Collective, a few public schools within the state of New Jersey, Mindfulness with People of Color, SPA-O on the Go, the College of New Jersey's EOF program, and Trenton Catholic Preparatory Academy. So now, going back to you, once we've done our reflections, we then want to look forward with the information of the lessons that we just reflected on from this past year, and then we can shift gears into future planning. So some questions that you can ask yourself as you look toward the future include, what are the top lessons you learned this past year? What are you looking forward to in 2024? What class would you like to take or what skill would you like to learn for next year? How would you like your life to change next year? What does success look like for you in the upcoming year? And how do you need to define or redefine your definition of success? How would you like to spend your free time? What's most valuable to you in your life right now? What gift would you like to give yourself this upcoming year? What are you going to do outside of your comfort zone this year? And what are you most excited about this upcoming year? Engaging in this part of the activity, I myself am planning for an increased number of Amiga Mom events in person and virtual, an increased number of free to be mindful podcast guests. I love one to two a month and an increased number of speaking engagements. Now, it's really important for us to look at our future plans from the top down, meaning that we want to make sure that we are balancing all parts of our lives. So we want to look at the entire picture when setting a vision for the following year, because we must remember that we're only human. And as motivated, as driven as we can sometimes be, we can't do all the things. 
at least not all the things at the same time, if we want to do them well or successfully. So when I thought about this, I'm keeping in mind my additional points of focus for 2024 year. And these include being president of the Latino Mental Health Association of New Jersey. I know that's going to take out a big chunk of time. I'm also the co-founder of the Latinx Practice Collective, which is a business focused on elevating Latinx private practice owners. We offer business consultation groups, live Q&As, a curated platform and education on marketing and networking for virtual and in-person events. We offer monthly webinars and expert sessions to help Latinx clinicians be a success in the world of private practice within the states of New Jersey and New York. So I'm really excited about this fun, exciting project. And if you'd like more information on that, you can always visit latinxpracticecollective.com. And in addition to all of that, despite having big plans for 2024, I already am planning for an intentional slowdown in the summer of 2024. Now, this intentional slowdown isn't just because it's summertime, because I won't be going on vacation at all next summer, at all. (laughs) I'll be fitting all of my vacations during the first half of the year, actually. And the reason for this is, and here's the big news that I teased at the start of the episode. The reason that I am intentionally slowing down in the summer of 2024 is because I am unexpectedly expecting (laughs) My family is growing by two little feet come June, so I will be scaling back and really putting my focus on bringing a new life into the world and really being mindful of the experience that I am just so thankful that I'm blessed with the miracle of being able to bring life into the world again. So I'll be slowing down in the summer before slowly picking up during the fall, and I can't wait or maybe I can. (laughs) There's a lot to do before then. So my friends, there you have it. That is my year in review, along with guiding questions that will hopefully help you plan the type of year you want to have. And remember, not everything is about new year, new me, right? We'll be talking about this in an upcoming episode. Remember that we're all on different journeys and we all have different goals. And some of us have visions for our professional lives and others are focused on what they want to do in their personal lives. And there is no right or wrong as long as you're doing what works for you. Whether it's ways for healthy and happy living, personal or professional motivations, or things that you want to learn more of or experience, I hope that this new year is filled with opportunities and untapped potential. And in terms of free to be mindful, because I shared so much about it, keep in mind that there are various ways that you can work with me. You can email me at support at free to be mindful.com. If you have a topic that you think intersects well with mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, you can also book me to be a guest on your podcast or a speaker on the following topics of mindful living, mental health, balancing motherhood, social emotional learning conflict resolution, or on keeping faith throughout life transitions. To end the new year, friends, in terms of a guided meditation, I'm going to encourage you to put on some focus music. For that, I listen to The Theorist or Blue Wednesday. I'll link to those in the show notes. And once you put on some focus music, 
partake in an active mindfulness exercise as you answer the questions that were asked throughout the course of this episode. I hope that you're able to celebrate the new year with warmth and with joy because you deserve it. Remember to celebrate you and what brings you joy. Celebrate the special relationships in your lives and the work that you've done, the memories that you've created, and all that I know you will do in this upcoming year. And with that, have a happy, safe, and joyous new year.